Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. The Super Delicious Cereal presents... The Adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman. Who is today carrying out a plan he hopes will lead him to Batman and Robin. We'll learn what happens in a moment. But right now, here is Dan McCullough to talk about your collection of comic buttons. Go ahead, Dan. Say, gang, you know what I think is one of the best things about collecting those comic buttons that now come in packages of Kellogg's Pet? Well, I think it's pretty swell that your fun never stops. It keeps right on and gets more exciting all the time. You see, just as soon as you have one comic button, you're looking forward to getting another one. Or when you've got six, you're wanting the seventh. And right on up until you're ready for your 18th. And, of course, if you should get a duplicate, why, that's even more fun because then you can trade with your friends and still add to your collection. And do you feel smart when you wear your buttons pinned on your jacket or your dress or cap? Why, you feel like strutting around because the colors are so bright against the white background. What's more, these comic buttons are so easy to get, you don't send in any money, not even a box top. Fact is, you can't buy them anywhere. But whenever Mom opens a new package of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pep, there's your exclusive prize. One of these exciting comic buttons or a military insignia or warplane button. Ask Mom to get you P-E-P Pep, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now, the adventures of Superman. In a bogus sanitarium, the headquarters of the mysterious Crescent and Star gang, Batman and Robin face death in a basement dungeon called Room Zero, where the heavy steel ceiling is slowly being lowered until it meets the floor. Meanwhile, in the Golden Lily nightclub in Metropolis, known to be a contact point for the gang, Clark Kent discovered a phonograph attached to a shortwave radio transmitter. On the phonograph was a record of the song, All Alone by Irving Berlin. Instructing Police Inspector Henderson to keep playing the record over and over again, Kent disappeared. As we continue now, Batman and Robin lie face down on the floor of Room Zero. The steel ceiling is only a scant few inches above them, with only a few minutes to go before it will have completed its descent to the floor. Listen. Robin. If you want me to pass the butter, we're fresh out of it, Pappy. Cut, cut the wisecracks. I'm afraid this is it. Looking into your crystal ball again, huh? Yes, I... That was the ceiling. Dropped another half inch. It's getting monotonous, isn't it? Yeah. Robin. Still here, teacher. I should have known better than get you into this. I'm I'm sorry. Are you kidding? No, no, I'm not. I knew we were stepping into something when we left the nightclub. You're still a youngster. I I should have sent me home to bed. Something like that. Do you think I would have gone? Well, no. And consider the case closed. Oh, but just the same... Oh, you... will you stop it? You want me to start blubbering or something? You... You wouldn't. Well, if you keep talking this way... Shucks, we've always been together and everything. And if we've got to go out now, well... I know. 
Then let's not talk about it. Uh-oh. Another half inch. Not much more to go. Don't... Don't think about it. Only I didn't have to hear it. The least these high-class goons could do is fix the darn thing so it wouldn't make such a racket. Yes, they might have furnished us with the last meal. Condemned men are entitled to that. Yeah. You know the thing I regret most, Batman? What? That turkey sandwich we almost had at the Golden Lily last night. Ah, I can taste it now. You suppose they put Russian dressing on it? Well, you said you can taste it. You tell me. Yep, it's Russian, all right. Very good, too. Uh, it needs a little salt, though. Would you mind passing it? Eh, sorry, no salt. Will the Worcestershire do? Worcestershire sauce and Russian dressing. I don't think I can afford to be seen with you at Sloppy Joe's Greasy Spoon tonight. <laughs> Let's make it the Ritz, then, Robin. Uh, I feel like slumming. It's a date. Batman. Huh? I guess Jones and Smith weren't bluffing after all. I guess not. I guess Superman isn't going to get here either. Superman? You didn't tell me you were expecting him. Oh, I was clinging to a faint hope. Till this very minute that Kent would somehow pick up our trail at the Golden Lily. I know we didn't leave any clues, but... Oh, no, skip it. I'm afraid this winds up the last adventure of... The Batman and Robin. Designed to what they are now sure is their fate. Batman and Robin lie still as the heavy steel ceiling, dropping a fraction of an inch at a time, continues on its murderous mission. But meanwhile, once more in his true identity of Superman, Clark Kent has streaked away from the Golden Lily, and high in the air he is following the shortwave radio beam on which the record, all alone, is being sent from the phonograph transmitter in the nightclub. As he rocketed across Metropolis Harbor, the record was clear and strong. But now, as he speaks into the country, the carrier wave has grown fainter and is almost lost. Uh-oh. What happened to the beam? Suddenly got weak. This must be a dead spot. I can't afford to lose it now. I can't. No, it's still weak. And it keeps fading. Well, it might come in stronger again if I keep going. That's my only hope. Away! There, it's better now. Away! Like a great red and blue arrow, Superman streaks above the wooded countryside, his cape streaming in the mighty rush of wind. Stronger the key song comes in on the shortwave beam, and stronger. Now it is loud above all else in the Man of Steel's ears as he approaches a large, old-fashioned house set in a grove of trees. Must be getting close. What's that house I'm coming to? No, no, Stoke. That's the sanitarium. Wait. There's a huge aerial on the roof. Yes, and what are those men in the house rushing from room to room, packing suitcases? What's going on down there? Great Scott, that room in the basement. Batman and Robin. Down to them. Down! Like a meteor plummeting through space, Superman crashes down through the bogus sanitarium to the heavy oaken door outside room zero. One wrench in the great door is torn then, seizing the edge of the steel ceiling, which even now is beginning to press fatally upon Batman and Robin, the man of steel raises it with one hand. There. All right. Come on, Batman. Robin, crawl out while I hold the ceiling up. That's it. Now hurry outside the door of the room so I can let it drop. Christopher Columbus. Look, Batman, it's... Oh, the Marines have landed... Oh, I was beginning to think you missed the boat, Superman. Well, I almost did. 
What are you fellas trying to do? Cheat a tailor out of a pressing bill? Well, we're about to discover how it feels to be a pancake. <laughs> Uh-oh, get behind me. Here comes trouble. Greetings, <laughs> gentlemen. I'll take those guns, please. Uh, Save something for me, Superman. The guy with uh, the fat mouth. Oh, he's mine. Felix, grab it. The show's over, boys. One up and ten down. I don't see any more in the house. Well, I think that's the work, Superman. Did we get Jones? What? I didn't spot him. He must be in the pile somewhere. Turn Smithy loose, will you, Superman? I've got a little something I've been saving up for him. No. No, I have enough. I give up. I cannot fight Superman. But you can fight me, you big gorilla. I'm going to knock Relax, you. relax, Robin. There's something more important here. I can't find Jones. Who's Jones? They're number one man. Smith here is number two. Where is he, Smith? Uh, he said to meet him in the conference room. Well, that's right over here. Come on. Nobody in the conference room. You're right. It's empty. Where is he, Smith? Uh, I don't know. He said he'd be here. Uh, we were going to leave as soon as... Uh, as, uh, as soon as Batman uh, and I were finished, huh? Never mind that. If Jones isn't one of the men on the floor in the next room... He isn't. Well, then he got away. There's nobody else in this house. Uh-oh. But Mr. Smith here, whom you say is the number two man of the gang, ought to serve our purpose. Now, look, fella... Talk straight and talk fast. Where are the two pieces of kryptonite? The what? Don't look so innocent. You know what we mean. I don't know what you're talking now, about. Now, look here, Smith. that man, he may be telling the truth. But he can tell us how to find it by telling us where the Scarlet Widow is. She has the two pieces of kryptonite, or she knows where they are. Well, Smith, speak up. Where's the Scarlet Widow? Come on, we're waiting. He looks like he's seeing a ghost. What's the matter with you, Smith? <laughs> Look! Look at what? Look there! I don't see anything. Neither do I. I do. Something tells me it's bad news. Come here. I'll show you. Puzzled, Batman and Robin follow Superman and Smith who walk straight to the blazing fireplace. What has happened now? We'll return in a moment to find out. But first, here again is your announcer. Say, uh, you fellows and girls know what a kick you get out of meeting up with one of your friends unexpectedly. Well, you get the same sort of thrill when Mom opens a new package of Kellogg's Pep. First off, you're glad to have more of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal to eat. And when you get one of those swell comic buttons in the Pep package, you're meeting up with an old funny sheet friend. Yes, every single one of these comic strip characters is someone that you've known in the funny papers, like Moon Mullins, for instance, with his big black cigar and his eyes a-popping, or a curly-headed orphan Annie in a bright red dress, or Superman himself, looking just as strong and just as handsome as he does in the comic strips, because these pictures are done up in full bright colors, so your favorite characters look just as natural as can be. The buttons look mighty slick, too, when you wear them pinned on your jacket or your dress or cap. So, how's about asking Mom right now to get you some more Kellogg's Pep? That's how easy it is to get these comic buttons. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop. You just look inside the Pep package for your prize, a gleaming comic button or a military insignia or warplane button. That's P-E-P, Pep, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now, back to the adventures of Superman. In the conference room of the Crescent and Star Gang, Superman and Mr. Smith, the number two man of the gang, have led Batman and Robin to the fireplace in which a huge log burns. 
One of the large stones alongside the fireplace seems slightly out of place. Bending swiftly, Superman touches it and it slides aside, revealing a deep vault. Well, what do you know? A vault. Right, Robin. This is what you were looking at, weren't you, Smith? Yes. I saw it had been opened and... Yes, look. Everything had been removed. The files and the money. I was afraid of that. Mr. Jones acted very strangely when I spoke to him half an hour ago. He must have taken the files and money and escaped. Never mind the money. What about the files? What were they? The records we kept of the location of everyone who might be of value to us. Was the Scarlet Widow in those files? Yes, of course. Don't you know where she is? Oh, there were thousands of names in our files. How could I remember everyone? Uh-oh. Well, where do we go from here, Superman? I don't know. It looks like we've reached the dead end of a one-way street. Helplessly, Superman, Batman, and Robin stare at the empty vault of the Crescent and Star Gang. What can they do now with the only clue to the Scarlet Widow and the two stolen pieces of kryptonite in the hands of the cunning Mr. Jones, who has disappeared? Have all their efforts been in vain? And will the possessors of the kryptonite do what Superman most fears? Create another human atomic monster? Or something even more terrible? Fellows and girls, there's danger, excitement, and mystery directly ahead for Superman and his two friends, Batman and Robin. So don't fail to be with them tomorrow when they take up the trail of the Scarlet Widow and Mr. Jones. Tune in, same time, same station, for the adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Fellows and girls, be sure to follow the adventures of Superman. Brought to you every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station, by the grand old Kellogg Company of Battle Creek. And for other thrilling adventures of Superman, see your local newspaper. Superman is also a copyrighted feature, appearing in Superman D.C. publications. Say, gang, here's some razzle-dazzle news to flash to Mom. Kellogg's Variety is back. So now, everybody at the breakfast table can have the Kellogg cereal he likes best. For Kellogg's Variety is that grand variety carton holding ten generous packages of six favorite Kellogg cereals. Are they delicious? And does Kellogg's Variety make breakfast fun? Why, it's better than a grab bag because you get what you really want. Today, ask Mom to get Kellogg's Variety, the package that makes breakfast a picnic. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.